Uh, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me, MJ? <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, Angel. We got a lot to talk about. We do. <laughs> There's so much. It's wild. Oof. Are you <laughs> fuck. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking Are you fucking kidding me? It is. Are you fucking kidding me? It is wild. Uh, so we got a lot of Moon Knights to talk about. Uh, but there's also some stuff for Doctor Strange. Yes. There's a new little trailer that came out. There's some little rummagings about uh, Thor seeing a trailer soon. I'm just going to complain uh, about Thor. That's that's going to be my main gripe today. But that we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Um. <laughs> we will get there. Uh, the fuck so is honestly, my trailer, Kevin? Where is my trailer? Uh, he, he's slacking. Seriously. What's he only got like 10 projects on deck right now for this year? Well, he Come can on, go dude. fuck himself. Come on. <laughs> you set yourself up for this. Like, <laughs> look, put up or shut up, Fahey. That's oh, all I'm saying. Oh my god. You just did No Way Home and now you can never go back. Look, like every <laughs> You just made the greatest Marvel movie that fulfilled my soul. Now do it again. <laughs> yeah, and again and again and never stop like what are you doing right now uh so yeah let's just get right into it like no no bullshit uh episode two episode of two moon night oh man it's just it's good like i'm really digging it like they're doing a good job here this is something fresher like yes it's still you you know got some of the feel of an mcu project but at the same time like i think what i'm really enjoying and what i'm interested to see some reviewers kind of harp Mm -hmm. on is the fact that there is still so much mystery here you know they're even though they're like they're laying some things out like yes they are being vague and i've seen reviewers be like it's being vague still and i'm like yeah but like i kind of like that because i don't know how this is going to tie into other things i don't know entirely how like this story will unfold quite yet in comparison to other now disney plus shows that have happened like wandavision was amazing but there was a point where you were like agatha's this right uh, this is gonna happen well agatha's mephisto this. mephisto confirmed yeah. uh, uh or or even in loki where it was just sort of like oh kang's all over this or was you it know? Mephisto confirmed yet again? Uh, um, <laughs> it's always Mephisto. It, it might it's always, always Mephisto first until proven otherwise. Couldn't it be? I think is the <laughs> is the rule of thumb for well, MCU fan theory. And right I also now. want to just throw out there that the vagueness is a beautiful gift in the MCU. Like I'm a little sick of knowing everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm a little over the interconnectedness of the last fifty million years of marvel content and i'm a little like this is so refreshing it is true to the character like a a person with did has separate memories Mm. between personas right so like we're learning a lot of stuff at the same pace that stephen grant is learning about the whole fact that like he has these other people in the same body and that are having you know experience and if we i mean if we're really looking at it this is also oscar isaac's completely new experience with the mcu instead of being painted blue also in egypt um as as apocalypse apocalypse. um which i am 
so sorry, Oscar. You didn't deserve that, baby. Because um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just looks like Ivan Ooze. Is? Wow! <laughs> wow! I didn't want to say it, but that hits the that hits the nail right on the head. Ivan Come Ooze part now. two. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, great villain in his own right, but just not the villain that was supposed to be in the film. <laughs> what? Is he a great villain in his own life? From a Come comic on. perspective, sure. Come on, when you were a I, kid watching Might of that fucking movie, look, I'm. Uh, it's terrifying. Yeah, look, Apocalypse was a very terrifying character and everything, but in that movie, just felt like um, uh, X Men Origins Wolverine uh, with uh, what is it? Was it Deadpool? Yeah. Was that supposed to be Deadpool? I can't remember Wait, now. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was Deadpool. But then they were just like, nah, fuck this character. It was so bad. <laughs> Sew his mouth shut, put a katanas in his arms. We there don't it is. know. There <laughs> <We> don't... <laughs> it, it was very reminiscent of that movie in its execution. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. To... And also, just to clarify, I was saying the original Ivan Ooze was a fantastic film. <laughs> oh, got it, got it, got it. Uh, that, yes. Ivan Ooze, incredible villain. Let's bring him back. Um, Fahey, get on Power Rangers, please. Uh, oh, honestly, someone needs to save that franchise. But fucking Moon Knight. Moon Knight, the franchise I didn't know I needed in my fucking life. Uh, it, they're really doing such a good job. Just the the acting, the build-up, uh, especially now that they are getting deeper into, you know, the split platoon personas between Steven and Mark, and uh, now, uh, potentially, yes, I, I do think that's so compelling. Did you see the that fact that they could have just set up, uh, I did, yes. I did. Yeah. That fucked me. Yeah. That still, that screen grab, I was just like, <gasps> no! What? It's so good. Uh, so to, just to, for the, the listeners, uh, some stuff we're oh, referring right. to is Uners. the fact that, uh, so in the comics, Moon Knight has various personas, Stephen Grant, uh, the OG Mark Spector, yep. uh, a third, which is Jake Lockley and Jake Lockley is sort of like this, uh, oh, I've got a note. taxi, a, oh, go a for rough it. Oh, and what do you tumble got? cab driver from Chicago, Illinois. He's Jewish. And... That's all I wrote down about him. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. Like, uh, uh, just to to go off of that, the only thing is he's like the the street guy. He gets the info. He's the guy that can like talk to anybody, you know, and just yeah, see, he's gonna get that information. That, see, oh my god, it's exactly <laughs> like that. It's honestly, I, I've been going back and reading the like '80s comics. Mm. You know, some of the stuff I necessarily haven't fully read, and it's been so interesting because out the gate. He just has these personas. And that's what I do enjoy about the show, is they're kind of, like, divvying it out a bit. Yeah. Whereas OG 80s Moon Knight, it was just like, they're all here. <laughs> I love that. They're all here. And uh, at one moment, he's Steven. And then all of a sudden, because he's married to a woman named Marlene, mm. which they've now replaced with Layla, Layla for, yes. for the show, right? And Marlene is actually more into the Steven persona. Uh, so a lot of times she's like, Stephen, what are you doing? And then he's like, it's Jake. What are you talking about? I gotta get the cab. You know, see you, toots. And <laughs> I'm working a double graveyard shift. Yeah, see? I gotta... <laughs> and she's like, okay, dude, like, whatever you say. Uh... Talk to me when Steven's back. <laughs> 
but I think for uh, for folks that one probably don't know a thing about DID and two know nothing about Moon Knight, I definitely think how the show is pacing it out is way more uh, digestible. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. To a wider audience. Uh, but that being said, it, I it seems like there might be some hints that either in the next episode or very soon they will be introducing this third persona, right? Yeah. Or potentially episode four, which a lot of reviewers who got the first four episodes are like, yo, this is when the show takes off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although, you know, arguably the show has already taken off, right? Like we're full yeah. lining up there now. Like what? I, I, that's why I'm surprised. Not not all reviewers, but there have been some where it's like I don't know what they're expecting. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, it's funny because I think it's like Marvel has spent so much time creating such particular aesthetics surrounding like big reveals or like in your face action or like you know all of these elements that we tend to expect. And Moon Knight, in so many ways, is the absence of all of those things, right? It's it's like, yeah. it's grittier. And I understand what was meant when they're like, oh, it's more violent, right? Like, oh, also, dear listener, if you haven't watched episode two, go get your fucking life together. Your taxes are due April 18th, um, <laughs> as I learned <laughs> yesterday, because for whatever uh... reason, I thought they were due May 1st, but... Um, we so that they are not. They are they not. Are not. <laughs> so if you're a practicing taxpayer, this is your reminder to, to do it. Talk about are you fucking kidding me? Are moments? you fucking? Oh, kidding. taxes are. You... <laughs> I mean, why are taxes even right? Taxes are so stupid. yeah. Seriously. Um. But on that note, uh, we didn't give a spoiler warning. But I think at this point, it's if, just... you're, if you're here, <laughs> you are watching Moon Knight, right? Uh, or you're you're I, invested. Sorry, some folks at home are like, are you fucking kidding me? I didn't even watch it yet. That's too bad for <laughs> y'all. So he he skewers a jackal on like a yeah, a church steeple pole thing. Threat. What is that? Uh, I forget. It's I don't a spike. Know what they call it. Jackal gets spiked. The, the cathedral tower. Um, But, you, you know, it's like episode two in particular also just picking up where episode one left off was so great right we're getting these echoes of the jackal fighting and and then we get sand right foreshadowing where we're headed uh by the Mm -hmm. end of the episode and um and once again dear listener i i took notes but this time they're on my phone because we believe in an eco-friendly note-taking process and also i just like couldn't find my notebook um but my favorite <clears throat> is this fucking security guard who's just oh, like yeah. Scotty, 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 and just like refuses to learn Steven's real name. Or is this a different personality that he has come to know, right? So, okay, so to, yeah, to, to tie back to that a, a little, uh, one of the things that's making people speculate Jake Lockley potentially coming in is... Uh, one, I know a lot of people have been like, oh, is Mark doing stuff like the postcards mm-hmm. and the fish wishing yeah. and stuff like that? Uh, but now there's potential that it's actually Jake. And they just haven't introduced Jake yet. Right. And potentially will do it in the next episode, right? Right. And so I, something that is like, 
a, a part of Jake is being more of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, being more of a jerk. Yeah. So it, there, it's possible that, you know, it was Jake who asked the waitress out to stay. Right. It was I... Jake who might have said something to the guard that, you know, hey, call me Scotty. Yeah. Right? That, <laughs> that makes sense. And definitely the waitress in the stake, you know, after the big Layla reveal of like, oh, y'all are married? Oh, mm-hmm. Mark sent divorce paper. Aha, things are... Ha- I mean, this was like a big reveal episode. Um, yeah. And one of the one of the big biggest reveals for me was that security footage and seeing that the jackal did not show up the jackal was invisible right 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 or in or in scott or scott wow steven's mind um mark's mind who knows but seeing him re-emerge from the bathroom and like this is once again just like a hats off give oscar isaac all of the awards acting moment in which we see very clearly the body language of Steven, right? Yeah, it's very right. shy, coy, careful. It's soft. And when Oscar Isaac walks out of the bathroom post-Jackal fight, there is such a strength to his posture and demeanor. There is such a difference in the face. Like, the face acting is, like, fucking up my life. Yeah. And almost, like, it, what was also incredible when it was just sort of... Uh, looking into the camera almost knowing somehow that steven was going that to steven this. would review the footage right yeah and i was like Whew. he uh, he gave this warning look right of like don't yeah. don't look into this steven don't look which... seriously please don't like uh and actually to go back to go back to the uh the jackal inhaling mm-hmm. yes the spiking uh it, it is going to be interesting to see how Marvel and uh, Disney kind of do toe the line of PG-13, right? Because there is a lot from the comics yeah. that they cannot right. <laughs> incorporate. Like, f- for example, when I first started reading Moon Knight, it was uh, around the time that Civil War, the original Civil War uh, yes. storyline was starting. So it was like 2006 when they were really trying to bring yeah. Moon Knight around again. And, and do a solo series uh so that starts off with like him really going off the deep end and stopping uh the whole moon knight thing for a bit because he gets into a fight with and i want to correct myself mm-hmm. listeners because last episode i think i said bushmaster it's bushman who is the arch enemy of moon knight through a lot of the comics to be fair bushman is a master uh, of bush he is a master of the bush say? uh and uh, he gets into a fight with Bushman that leads to him uh, falling off of a building, breaking his legs, Bushman trying to go in for the kill, Ooh. Moon Knight getting him in the neck with a, a crescent ring, <laughs> and then with, and it, it, it's very much like a, uh, a, a, you know that scene in Game of Thrones with the mountain? Yeah. Where he gets over Prince Oberon. Look, you I'm know, saying yeah, down, but I've never, right? I've never watched Game of Thrones. I, okay. I believe anyway, you. For, for for Game of Thrones listeners and fans at home, you you know what I'm talking about. It's it's very much that type of moment, but it's it's more the hero on the ground overtaking the person who thinks he's won. Uh, so gets freaking Bushman on the ground after this knock in the neck. So not only is Bushman like bleeding from the neck, literally. Moon Knight cuts Bushman's face off. Fuck yeah. And holds it to the sky. And a very, like, gladiator moment to Conchu being like, is this enough? Ah! 
are you not entertained? Wow. Kind of a thing. Wow. Right? And shortly after, like, he mostly loses his friends, his wife, and is in squalor. Wow. Right? I mean, look, uh, if that's how it started, we should have had Nicolas Cage playing Moon Knight. <laughs> and we should have brought in Travolta. Done a little face-off reboot. Oh, a little face-off. Boom, boom. Uh, but, th- like, that type of stuff will never translate right. I mean, into comics. However, that being said, I-, I-, I am curious to see how they're still able to incorporate some of that more uh, unhinged yeah. of his character. Uh, that, and coupled with how other heroes interact with him. Because well, one of my favorite things, too, and to wrap this up from that particular run, mm-hmm. is he has these interactions with, like, Cap and Tony Stark, Cap yeah. in particular, when he starts to realize Moon Knight is coming back into the hero game, <laughs> uh, and the Civil War is starting yeah. to brew, and Cap, uh, he goes to Cap and he's like, I don't want to be brought into your war, I don't want to be a soldier in your war, and Captain America's like, oh, uh, I would never have you on the team. Like, you are a maniac, and I, like, I can understand Frank Castle, I don't understand you, and the only reason I'm here is to tell you please be on the sidelines, because people like you make me agree with Tony Stark. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) To to be like, Frank Castle is is better than you? That's rough. Right? And, and then Tony comes up along later and, he, you know, Moon Knight's kind of saying the same thing. And Tony Stark's like, dude, I really don't want to recruit you. It's getting close because I'm a little desperate. But like, <laughs> I feel like you just could use some friends and I'm at a low point too, man. Everyone's like, just like, crazy. please like, <laughs> don't come around. Right. So I want to see how they like, how far they go with some of his crazy and how like he can interact with some of these heroes like like how would you know what i mean like how is like sam wilson's cap in the mcu gonna interact with someone like oscar isaac's moon i mean i feel like we have yet okay so i'm gonna say something i'm gonna say a few things one controversial but i think the third identity of jake is gonna be the one that's connected to the mcu because these two other identities are so far gone and i feel like jake being the like more rough around the edges guy more of the asshole um is also more of the like raw i'm gonna like put that in air quotes that raw moon knight energy from the comics of like chaos right, right. like chaos and and also like he's uh you know he he's not deadpool or spider-man but it's in that same vein of like witty humor but like unhinged he's like yeah. unhinged um and and actually to, to, to go off of that uh in particular the final scene of episode two where you do see uh whoever it is <laughs> in in cairo yes. in egypt and where he's uh oscar isaac sitting there with the bottle and he's drinking but actually but first you see that shot in the mirror too and it doesn't look like steven in the mirror like the posture that that particular that's uh, interesting has right uh-huh. it, it's not as it's not as squeamish as how we saw steven when he was talking to mark well at the let's church let's revisit I mean? this let's revisit um, this because i have i have thoughts and feelings about this now okay and so to, to, to wrap this thought up is when they pan over to him sitting on the uh-huh. floor with the bottle like again jake is more of the one that's like going out and being on the town right. and having you know swigging the bottle and stuff like that so that's what some 
I kind of saw that a bit. Okay. And that's been stuff I've been seeing online. I mean... So I thought that was interesting. I don't know. Like, well, we'll see. Yeah. I, well, to if, I, if we're going to go down that route, like, here's why I think it's not. Because the... So the conversation beforehand with Khonshu, right? This was the big-ass moment of the episode. We get the full background on Mark. Conchu's like, what's up? I want Layla to be Moon Knight because I believe in diversity, equity, and inclusion. Right. Um, and Mark is like, no, that's the love of my life, blah, 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 blah. But also this like explanation between Mark and Steven about like what it's like to be on the inside and Mark being like, it'll take all of the energy you have just to be a fly on the wall. And for him to then like smash in the mirror, I, it felt like in so many ways... He was stomping down the identity that is Steven. Um, And also, it's just like, look, if Khonshu is like, I don't even want you anymore. Like, I want your wife. I'd be at the bottom of a bottle, too. You know, like, I have no other uh, option than to serve Khonshu. And I have to keep serving Khonshu so that Layla doesn't serve Khonshu. Okay. I like this. I like this. Okay. So uh, hold on. Okay. Hold on. He, he, to, to actually go off of what you're saying. Go off. I, I think that, I think that lines up with the Jake though, because here's the thing. Mark has a hard time fully standing up to Conchu mm. and is more of like, I, I do have to do what you say. Yeah. Right. He, but he also wants to buck up against that Yeah. to, you know, go against that obedience. Right. Jake would do that to a certain extent. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like being like a, a, a teenager mm. and going against a parent. Yeah. Right? So it's still in line with the mission, but however, this persona is someone that's like, I, you know what? Take a backseat and uh, Steven, as you especially, but Mark, your stuff with your wife, whatever. <laughs> I don't give a done. shit about your wife, Mark. <laughs> Like, well, that's why it's also like when people were like, Jake's the one who asked someone on a date. Yes. Okay. So I'm glad that you brought that up because that was something that I was wondering in this whole, like, you know, because when Layla comes through one, I love that we're upside down again. I love all these upside down shots. I love these inverted shots. And I've heard some reviewers say like, oh, it's because his life is upside down and shit. But I'm just like, I don't. I, that's just it's so flat for me in terms of like what I think is happening is instead of like oh his life is being turned upside down which is just like come on y'all <laughs> dig a little deeper pretend like you care um, right. I really think that these shots are meant to give a sense of the ungrounded reality that we're experiencing through Mark not just these fractured identities there's so many mirrors in this right there's so many reflective surfaces throughout the entire I was about to say series, but we only have two episodes. Um, But, you know, there's water, there's mirrors, there's steel walls, there's all of these ways in which reality is questioned, and these upside-down shots in particular make me feel a kind of untetheredness. And and now I'm going to bring in the most wild speculation that I have. Um, Based on some... I want to hear it. uh, And this is huge spoiler warning for everyone, because I went I went deep into the Reddit the other day, and and so I think what's happening here is that this is all a massive hallucination that Jake is having inside of a psych ward, and what? that is going to be the big reveal of episode four is going to be 
Stephen Mark Jake, whoever the fuck, Oscar Isaac waking up in a fucking psych ward with Ethan Hawke being his therapist. Ooh. Um, and so this speculation comes from a number of subreddits that are like speculating wildly and things, but also um, there was this uh, episode three trailer that um, that I found on the YouTube. Uh, and yes, dear listener, I do refer to it as the YouTube, um, like a, a 75 year old person. Um, but in this in this trailer, there is this moment where we see a shot of Oscar Isaac on the floor mm-hmm. wearing all white, very psych ward vibes. But the most fucked up thing is that there is an action figure of Moon Knight next to him. Moon Knight. Yep. And that moment broke my brain apart. And now I am questioning everything that's happening. And so to- so that, yeah, I'm, I am glad you bring that up too, because, and that is a fascinating theory because I wasn't even fully, uh, fully going there yet, but that, that is uh, a storyline. Right. Co- comic wise. Right? right. Like that, that does happen. Like there is a moment of in, in Moon Knight's more recent stories mm-hmm. where, yeah, it, he's in a freaking psych ward. Yeah. And they're like, you were, you were never Moon Knight. I'm pretty sure like. <laughs> it, was, it was a 2014 run of the comic. I'm forgetting yeah, the creators. I, it name. was the, uh, I believe it was the Warren Ellis. Yeah. Book. And, and like the cover is like Moon Knight, like in a straight jacket and over mm-hmm. his face is also a part of the straight jacket. And he's got the crescent there. And, so I'm just wondering, like, is that the direction that we're moving in? Because these things all seem so fantastical. And in so many ways, like, him waking up in a psych ward would mean that all of these hallucinations and things, maybe that's why we're not seeing the larger MCU connections, right? Because this is a sub-reality within his consciousness. Yeah. Um, that... Or maybe he's in another dimension, right? I mean, we're about to get uh, uh, Stephen Strange, the other Stephen. Um, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Like My a bee. name is Stephen with a V. Love that. <laughs> Love that so much. Um, but our other Stephen with the PH, right? He's about to bring in the multiverse of... Oh, yeah. Everything. And so, what, is Stephen in another dimension, maybe? Uh, well, actually, that's, that's interesting, because... Um... Some of the other stuff that's been popping up in some of the episodes are some little homages to, like, Bast and Mm. Black Panther. Uh, Yes. And while they haven't fully revealed it yet in the comics, uh, the Egyptian gods and a lot of uh, gods are interdimensional beings. Well, and all the gods know each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and similar and they've already kind of established this with the Norse gods in the MCU mm-hmm. of how they're they're more like they're aliens. Like they have their own realm, but people see them as gods. Right. And so I think they will end up doing something similar with uh, you know, Kanchu and Bast where yeah, you do find out that they have because in the comics they have the realm of a, a few of different ones. Um the, most of the Egyptian gods come from the celestial uh Hippolytus. Mm-hmm is the dimension uh and then you have bast making her own dimension which is the, right. the spirit world and uh, and dear listener saw in black panther right dear listener bast is the giant panther god goddess of goddess, uh, goddess of uh mm-hmm. wakanda and we did see an image of bast in black panther 
um, where Bast is like showing, you know, the ancestor where the heart shaped flower is to become Black Panther and all that. Um, but I also just want to tack on to here uh, my complaint about the lack of a lack of a trailer for Love and Thunder. Um, mm. And and I think it's on purpose because I think that Love and Thunder. Um, we know that the main villain is going to be Christian Bale, who is playing yep. Gore the God Butcher, right? Yep. And so God Butcher makes me think that we are going to get the multiverse of Marvel deities in this yes. in this coming movie. And so Khonshu might be a part of that, right? Uh, right. Uh, Bast might be a part of that. Um, there's rumors that Russell Crowe is going to be playing Hercules, um, and the Greek gods and things do play a role in Marvel comics. Oh, and oh uh, actually, or Zeus. actually, it's Zeus. Zeus. Yeah, I was gonna say they confirmed it to be Zeus. Oh, well, then. Um, wow, that's gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, so to to kind of go off of that, something that I'm thinking by one of my own theories by the end of Moon Knight is uh, in the comics, Conchu and Bast are half siblings of uh yeah uh, of amon ra uh who becomes a villain to khonshu and moon knight in some of the more recent runs um so i'm curious if something that might be happening is that you know we see a little cameo where bast is like hey this dude's common Mm. like you right because he's the god butcher like he's going through and tearing up concepts of gods across realities right. you know that's the mission from from the original run uh jason aaron did on thor yeah, he's had a very and, bad time with the gods so yeah very bad very bad time not a fan um um so i don't know like i'm curious to see if that like if they tie into that somehow if there's like a you know a little message or, or something mm-hmm. that bast might end up sending as a post-credit scene or whatnot i do agree we should see that trailer soon. I I like, feel like we'll get it, I, you know. Especially because they're they're doing press tours right yeah, now. Finally. And so, right? So like it's coming. Uh but also of course, I think it it does make sense from a standpoint of like they have so much stuff going on. You know, like we they have to they have to market Moon Knight, they have to market Doctor Strange. Miss Marvel. <laughs> Miss Marvel. You you know, uh, Thor Love and Thunder is already going to sell itself. Yeah. Right? Like it's we can wait a minute longer, I think, at the end of the day. Uh, but I am curious. I'm, I'm curious to see if that's potentially the tie. Or another thought I had yeah. was since they are the half-siblings of Amun-Ra, that they could potentially set up Moon Knight Season 2 and have Amun-Ra and his avatar, the Sun King, Okay, I'm going to go... As the villain. I'm going to go way off the fucking rails here, and I'm well, going to... Uh, all right. Here's, here's my, my big prediction. So I think Moon Knight is going to end setting up Midnight Suns. We're going to get a tie-in to Werewolf by Night, the end of Doctor Strange is further going to tie in to Midnight Suns. We're going to get a Blade cameo either in Moon Knight or in Werewolf by Night. And uh, Blade is going to put together the Midnight Suns. And that's what the fucking Blade movie is going to be. Blade See, is going to be okay. soft Midnight Suns. Wow. See, this is what's so... This is why I'm, I think I'm also really enjoying this series. Because it's just like, I don't, I don't know. Like, you could do so many things. You, you really like... could. It's so open. <laughs> and the way that they're treating it in being so... But you know what? I'll also say that the way that they are treating the series reminds me of how Eternals um, 
which, uh, dear listener, if you listen to the pilot, you'll know my feelings about the Eternals. But I do feel like it is similarly like creating this world within a world where it's yes. like the MCU events exist but are not central nor paramount. And that would make right. a lot of sense for a Midnight Suns project of some kind because it's like they're dealing with supernatural, you know, spooky terrors um, and yeah. threats to the world and stuff. Whereas the Avengers are like, oh, shit, it's Galactus again. Um, or, you know, Doctor Doom uh, or whoever is trying to destroy them this time. I also, uh, what I also appreciate, uh, I will say about Moon Knight and Eternals, because I have slightly opposite feelings. <laughs> I don't hate about it. About the movie, but agree. No, I know you don't hate it. Um, but I also enjoyed the fact that they're, they're willing to do some human characters with a little more nuance. Yeah. Then sometimes the MCU goes in their projects. What I mean by that is, uh, what is, it? I think it's, is it Klingo? Or Kringo? Klingons? Uh, no, it, 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 stop <laughs> it. Uh, no, in the Eternals. Uh, oh, he was the one who he shot the guns. Right, 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 he right, right. Guns, right. And he, he he was the Bollywood star. Yes. Uh, and what I appreciated about his character was that he had a bond to family, mm. but at the end of the day, the character stayed true to the fact that like, if you fight Icarus, if you fight this fool. I'm not, I'm going to be over here. Yeah. I got stuff to do. You know, whatever this is, like, I'm going to go do that. And there wasn't this moment where it was like, oh, Klinko came back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That usually is the norm of, like, these movies. Right. He stood by his principles. But he did come back when it was like, oh, okay, I have to take care of the Wii one. Right. I have to take care of, uh, why am I forget? uh, why am I forgetting the pixie? Puck? Looking one soon. I it's like that. I'm just it's, calling it, the pixie puck, okay? We all know that that they were based on puck. Uh, God damn it. It's bothering me that I can't Robin Goodfellow. Character's name right. Um uh, but you know what I'm talking about. Like comes back to be like, yeah, I'll raise you. You are my family. Yeah. Right? Like and and, and I appreciated how that was written. Uh that and the whole dynamic between uh Athena and Gilgamesh and the mm-hmm. idea of like taking care of someone that has dementia. Yeah. More or less. Right? Like I was like fascinated with how they, they depicted that and, and certain things in that regard. Uh that being said, I would I was more I would be more curious if they had done that as a series as opposed to a movie. I think it would have worked out a lot better as a series and that would have and I really don't understand that. I don't know what in my brain makes me want eight hours of content episodically versus like a two and a half hour movie. Well, I think it's just uh, comic storylines are so dense. Yeah. You know, it, 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 they're just the so Eternals. dense and it's, uh, yeah. And there's a lot of lore. There's a lot of, you know, different characters and side storylines and growth that has to happen. And that's a lot to pare down into like two uh, to two and a half hours. Yeah. Right, right. You know, they're taking so like I, decades of comic lines, and they're like, "All right, yeah." Well, that's... <laughs> you know, I, I think a prime example being like Age of Ultron, mm. right? Right. Like so much of that couldn't be a full standalone movie because it was trying to set up so many other side things and you know different characters and whatnot, and obviously certain characters like freaking quicksilver and hawkeye had almost no development whatsoever and so that's why it's a blessing to get something I mean, like Quick, hawkeye now quicksilver did you know? develop into a dead person pretty quick oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
He was pretty quick to catch a bullet. Just like. right, right there. They were just like, oh, here's this character. Oh just kidding. Yeah. Maybe they just already knew that Evan Peters was coming in as Quicksilver, and they're like, we can't compete with pretty this. Pretty much. We just gotta... We just... Like, look, X-Men, this iteration of X-Men is hidden. Uh, so. We saw a, re- a review copy of Days of Futures Past, and it's just... But isn't the actor who played Quicksilver in Age of Ultron now going to be Craven? Yes. Craven the Hunter. Yes. Which... He was also kick-ass. Look, can we just give a quick shout-out to the 16% Rotten Tomatoes uh, yeah. Jared Leto can led? Just... <laughs> <laughs> can we just oh let my God. Marvel have this property? Just back? let like, it are, go. Are you fucking kidding me? Can we just admit it? Dear Sony. That, like, <laughs> look at Amy Pascal. Look at her photos. Please. It's <laughs> just that alone where it's just like, look at that woman. Why do you trust her with anything? I wouldn't trust her with a bunch cake. You know, oh I, it's, it's rough. It's rough out here for a Spider-Man fan post No Way Home. Although I will say that I did watch um, Let There Be Carnage recently and I enjoyed it immensely more than I thought I would. Um, well, <laughs> Venom's doing it's good. It's a good, bad movie. It. That's rude. That's really, that's so rude. Wow. How dare it's you? It's not rude. How dare you? It's not a good movie. <laughs> wow. It's good, but not, not entirely for why you want it to be. I, look, you're right. It's, I mean, it's really not, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it's enjoyable, you know, whereas no, Morbius like, is, is apparently unwatchable. Um, okay, as soon as they were like, we've got Jared Leto, and I was like, well, this is going to suck. Well, I was like, you've this driven is, this a is stake dead. through the like, heart of your franchise, <laughs> Suicide yeah. Squad. <laughs> Honestly, um, did you not watch that movie? I, no. Did you not <laughs> listen to the reports about how horrible he was to work with? Like, come on now. Yeah. And especially uh, li- the Morpheus director being like, it's just part of the job. He's got- I'm like, no, you... It's not, you know. Uh, <laughs> but to get back to the good parts of the MCU, um, this second episode, I felt like it really brought a highlight to ethan hawk and yeah, it, it really brought a highlight to real acting once <laughs> again you know not just not just the pretty face with all the cgi to make it a vampire but like um craft <laughs> you know oh people are passionate about what they actually do uh the scene where uh they bring steven to the little compound yes. thing and he's walking with Arthur Harrow, and oh, just the the composure, and then the, you know the glasses and the you can hear shoes. the glass. You can when hear when he kicks the and soccer I'm just like, ball, uh, right? Oof. And uh, and then they're walking, but then Conchu's sulking in the background. He's like, oh, what's he, what's he saying? That like, that oh. whole exchange was so incredible. It's like, is he telling you to kill me? Yeah, he does that. You don't have to listen, Steve. But he's so soft and gentle, and and I also just like. But then the shifts to being like, but you're not gonna fuck with me. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna feed you lentils. Which also, shout out Marvel for giving me a personal Easter egg with Victor, who is from the Yucatan. Um, (laughs) dear listener, my ancestry stems from the Yucatan, and once that happened, I started screaming. I was screaming in joy. I was like, ah! fuck, yeah! I don't, I really don't care 
how Victor is developed, if Victor is developed, to hear the word Yucatan in a Marvel anything mm-hmm. made my fucking day. So I knew you would love so that. So kudos. kudos. It was beautiful. Yeah, that felt like it was just for me. Uh, <laughs> and then when everyone was like, oh yeah, just a little bit of, uh, a little bit of Mandarin. Just, just you know, gonna, <laughs> oh yeah, Ethan Hawke being like, we make it a point to all speak three languages, we share resources, blah, blah, blah. Look at our commune. It's so perfect. We watch whale videos and hummingbird videos mm-hmm. with headphones on. And like, so what if we kill babies? That baby was a fucking evil person. Right? And that was the that... whole shift for Steven, where yeah. Steven is just like, uh, okay, this is chill, but like, y- y- y'all are talking about killing like babies. Yeah. No one is not okay with that and everybody's like no we'll kill a baby it's fine you know really just like dramatic yep. and, and such a interesting contrast to the calm and gentle nature that ethan hawk has been exuding that whole time right like just like walking with steven like here let me feed you lentils from the garden with this thing i made this this morning um you know when i also slaughtered 17 children um <laughs> right right absolutely just uh i also just want to touch on um okay so ethan hawk once again starts talking about or he, i wrote this down in my notes i am real justice right and that's when he reveals uh something that just made me go are you fucking kidding me he was a former avatar of Konshu. right which broke my brain and i was like oh but that makes sense why he would you know because he was like literally parroting the things that conchu was saying to steven um yep and you know was also like that's all he can do when all this wind and stuff is blowing i love that phrase gets moved it was just like the the presence of conchu um and not just the incredible cgi giant bird skull um with little wispy hairs in the back but like the the idea of it all right um right was just so so great to to bear witness to um and we also you know through ethan hawk we learn um the scarab functions as a compass to amit's tomb uh you know and and then also the cane of amit it glows purple right yep. it glows purple he opens mm-hmm. his portal um for the invisible jackal and we again see that the jackal is invisible which i'm just like why can steven see it and no one else can so i think purple magic for the mcu is like spirit magic Mm. because uh one it's similar color to what the spirit realm of black panther is uh two it's also similar purple to the magic of agatha harkness oh yes Right. Well, and the purple of uh, no way home, right? And the purple of no way home, you know, and uh, and whatnot. And it also summons a Egyptian jackal, which more often than not were like spiritual spirit world. They were being. like spirit dogs, y- y- you know. And so I think in that way it makes also. Uh, I'm glad we're talking about this now. Uh, it's been so cool to see the MCU lean more into some horror adjacent stuff yeah uh because when they were doing that scene with fighting the jackal it reminded me a lot of it follows did you ever see that movie yeah i'm trying to remember it 
is it follows is about uh, a, a young woman being followed around by an invisible specter presence that can change its form and look like whoever and was, it's always like walking slowly towards her was, to try and was that the movie loosely movie. based on stds or something i think yeah like sexual shame like that's not an otherwise STD, but I, <laughs> no it's not an std but like it, it was more about the, the anyway it's about sex Got it. like sex. there's a lot of stuff about sex uh but the main thing was the fact that like a lot of the action is and story has to do with people being like what are you seeing oh god right because she can see this thing Mm -hmm. skulking about and walking and then eventually the other people realize it's real because they get smacked by it right in a similar vein that layla is like what's happening right what are you doing until she smashes the bottle on its head um, and it's very similar in, in style to some of the stuff that happens in that movie. And I, I like that. Like, they're obviously... And now, you know, with Doctor Strange coming up, uh, Sam Raimi did Evil Dead. Yep. You know, yep. other, many other little horror movies. Like, that's definitely going to be a scary film. Like, not, not a horror film, but they're going to do some Marvel zombies. Yeah. Like, they're going to have Wanda killing people. We have like, <laughs> we have Dark Strange Supreme coming through. Like, it's going to... We have the... We have the Darkhold. And, oh, also in that some of those new TV promos, mm-hmm. they showed like a Cathan looking thing. Really? I don't know if you, yeah, look some of the, look at some of the new trailers. There's like a scene with Wong and Wanda's in it. And behind them, there's like a couple different demon looking beings and they very much look like Cathan. And it's like, yeah. So who knows? Okay. But I, I that's been pretty wild. The official theatrical poster had a very clear shot of the Illuminati. Um, Yes. Did I take a screenshot of that? I might have. I might not. No, I definitely did. And there are seven seats. Mm. Which is very interesting. Um, I mean, they can do, do I know what, what it means? Absolutely not. Uh, but I also feel like we absolutely have to shout out Mr. Knight and the suit. Right? Mm. incredible i am really curious if what they're gonna do with that because in the in the comics mr knight is is more of like a another persona like a detective that's like though. this yeah this detective works with the cops you know kind of a vibe but i'm wondering if it comes down to more of a this is how steven comes to embody being moon knight yeah i mean it definitely right? it feels like that's what makes the most sense because each of these you know, individuals, Mark being the mercenary, the tough guy, obviously, like, has the armor, the hood, the cape, the cloak, whatever it is. And Steven, on the other hand, is this very, like, prim, proper, you know, bloke. Um, and and so it yeah. feels like it really matches. And I just, I was laughing so hard when he, like, just falls out. All of the... All of these moments of, like, Steven realizing he's a superhero, you know, is... Yep. And they, especially because they made him do the, the Black Widow superhero freaking pose. And then he and fell then over. He just, it was so dear. Which I read was um, Oscar Isaac's idea. It was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Super great. Um, 
I also think in terms of the costume stuff too, I like the fact that like when Mark takes over, they did it in the style of more of like mummy wraps Mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, you are more honor bound. Mm. You are more bound by you know a, a code to Khonshu literally that you're even right yeah. like even how he talks about stuff is like I'm the avatar well also I mean it also like echoes that you know as Mark even said like he was dying or was dead and Khonshu came through and was like I'm gonna make you alive again but now you're my avatar um yes. and you'll do as I say and so you know mummy wraps death uh, also the golden armor beneath, right? Like he's got mm-hmm. like this golden chest plate, his crescent moon uh, things. And I gotta say the action um, of the chase was everything I didn't know I needed. Like yeah. it was so good. And I know that some reviewers had said that it was like similar to the CGI movements of No Way Home, but I did not mm. see that in any way, shape mm. or form. I was like, this is very much moving in its own way there's like a tone there is an aesthetic at work um that that was very much its own um yeah and and i'm really excited to see you know where we take this journey now that we've awoken in egypt right like we're we're here we're (laughs) We're here. We're gonna dig right into some some good stuff. Yeah, you know, we're here with Oscar Isaac getting blackout drunk first thing in the morning, apparently, and uh, and either Mark or Stephen stuck in the mirror. And yeah, and is it Stephen? Is it Mark? And if it is Mark, are we gonna meet Jake finally? Um, because that they've and I, you know, there's also been these like tiny little allusions to it, like three reflections in the mirrors. Um, even in the post-credit scene, in the, right? Yeah, the like, post-credits with the faces. The faces. Um, he's coming. He's coming. Jake he is. is coming. Ugh, and I can't wait. We're gonna have to wait. And I just... Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Release all the episodes, Kevin. Honestly, you could have just put all four out Kevin, there. Kevin, you could have... And then we just had to wait for the last You could have just sent it to us, you know? Like it's you could have just... It's a little rude. Come on. Slide into the DMs. Just get at us, Kevin. We're on Insta now. We're on Twitter. Oh, yeah, we have. Thank you for making those, MJ. Um, we have social media presence. Do what I can. So you can, you know, hit us up. Let us let us know if we've said anything wrong. Um, I, of course, have never said anything wrong in my life, but MJ will need to be corrected time and again. Um, it's true. My brain, it's, you know, it's too much. Look, I get it. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll bleep that out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, on that note, what was our Are You Fucking Kidding Me moment of the week? Andrew? Oof. It's kind of, it's kind of hard in this episode in particular. Um, but I want to say the Are You Fucking Kidding Me moment for me had to be the Yucatan shout out. Like, I know a lot happened in this episode, but for me, that was just like the, it blew my mind to hear the Yucatan being spoken. Um, But if I had to pick like content wise, uh, the exchange between Mark and Steven now in the mirror was Mm -hmm. out of this world good. Um, And to end it with Mark stomping Steven out of existence almost was really intense. Yeah. 
just honestly a lot of the acting has just been are you fucking kidding me in general oh yes right like it, it's been very very good and uh and what about you what was what was the are you fucking kidding me moment of the week so so for me i i think the are you fucking kidding me moment was just how good that scene with arthur hero and steven and that conversation especially when they were walking up and it was the moment when he kicked the ball mm. and you realized that the freaking glass was still in his yeah. shoes and just like the attention to detail mm. right and the back and forth between both of these actors where it was just like this is so good and then the way they had Conchu just off in the distance and like creep in and especially the part uh with the wind mm. where it was like can't do anything else yeah and, and i'm just like ah and it's just so badass like to just be like that's just country whatever dude don't you know is he telling you to like, kill me yeah he says that you don't have to listen like so just the in awe of the quality yeah yeah right? absolutely that's being on display here it's just just pitch perfect oh chef's kiss well did we do it again is this we did it again we did it again the everybody whole third episode number three unbelievable it's, it's it is a fun ride and we're gonna keep driving for that joy. yeah we're just having a good time y'all um so again dear listener if there's anything that you caught that we didn't cover anything that you'd like to hear us discuss um if you need to correct mj uh you know the hit us up on the social media and give us a follow give us a follow so you can keep checking up on the episodes like the episode subscribe we will be doing these every week um unless we don't <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless we're tired or whatever you know miss you know don't schedule it off. yeah um uh but in t- a podcast are you fucking kidding it's, me it is a podcast now wherever podcasts are not sold but you know just distributed available, available. that's the word that go get yours <laughs> go get yours today um spotify or wherever you get your podcast yeah which would whoa 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 don't say don't say spotify unless they pay us i'm bleeping those oh, names out it. um all right but but disney uh we would love to do an ad for you you sleazy yeah. mouse Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well on that note dear listeners we love you we can't wait to come back next week and digest some more joy and wealth that is the Marvel Universe and all things nerdy. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll eventually talk about Obi-Wan. But, you know, you don't... Don't worry about that for that's, now. That's in May. That's May. That's, 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 that's after, after we run out of Moon That's after May. Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of other stuff to cover before that. But... We love you. We hope you have a good day. And uh, I think we'll see you next week. Yes. We'll see you next week. Bye.